Afika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. And in this podcast, we are inviting you to join us for Afika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. Hello guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Fika with us. In this episode, we are joined by Priya Eklund and Hilarion and we are going to talk about staying and finding jobs in Sweden. My name is Neeraj and let's start the Fika. Priya is working as a senior coordinator at uh, Linköping University and has also worked in Abets for for middling for 14 years. Uh, she is an excellent career coach and currently heading the career support program which is organized by Linköping University. I am excited to having this conversation. We also have Hilarion uh, with us who is an international student from Brazil. She is in her second year MA in ethnic and migration studies. The topic sounds interesting. Let's hear more about it. So, hello guys. How are you? Hello, Ilarian here. <laughs> and I'm Freya. Um we're I think we're doing quite good. What do you yeah. say? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh so I have some questions that I have prepared for you guys and uh, we shall listen to both of your perspective. Uh so without any delay, let's start. Uh so my first question for Hilarion uh, do you plan on staying in Sweden after your studies are completed Um this is a good question because initially that was not my plan um and but now I am considering so I am um trying to look for it in my field um and I I'm here to share this experience with you So yes, this is an option now. That's interesting. Uh what made you change your mind? Um I mean, I I was not I couldn't see it as a possibility in my field, but after studying here, I I I see it now more clearly, so um I am on the way of um applying and finding some organizations that I can join and um that are actually very nice and have a nice work. Um my background actually uh, I I study um ethnic and migration studies but I I don't come from an academic background. I come for, from a worker background. I already have work experience. Um so I never thought Sweden would give me um uh, anything more than the academic experience but I think I'm wrong apparently. Uh so yeah I it became an option throughout my studies here. Yeah, all the best for that. Thanks. Uh Priya I know you have uh born in Sweden and you have stayed here for a while, quite some time and what are your thoughts on staying in Sweden? Yeah well obviously I think it's the <laughs> the greatest country in the world. Um but I also think that Sweden has a really good job market. Um Now things are a bit different now uh, during 2021 because of the pandemic and everything but Sweden also has a lot of 
as an employee, it's a good country to work. A lot of people want to work in Sweden because we have really good uh, labor laws. We have, um, there's a quality of life here as well. So obviously I understand that people, um, well, international students that they want to stay and maybe work here as well because it is a good, uh, good country to work in. That's a good answer. Uh, my next question for uh, Hilarion, uh, I know you are doing uh, like your thesis is going on uh, right now. And how are you dealing with uh, the thesis and the job search? Has it been a challenge for you compared to the previous year? Yes, definitely. Um, also, as I didn't think of staying here, I think uh, I can be a little more behind than most people. Um, it has not been easy actually to deal with the thesis and the job, the thesis and the job search at the same time. Um, it's interesting because sometimes I do jo job searches when I want to procrastinate from my thesis, <laughs> and I do actually find my stuff. Um, so it's it has been really hard, um, and I don't think that my job here would have anything to do with my thesis actually. So as coming from the social sciences and not wanting to be uh, in academia, um, that can be, I mean, um, tricky, but I'm not worried about that really. Uh, and compared to the previous year, yes, of course, it has been much harder. Uh, even though we've been through this pandemic for over a year, I don't think things got easier. Um, we just got used to it, but they they are still hard, even for job searching and everything. Yeah, I can I can completely agree with you. Me uh, as for me, I am doing the thesis uh, right now, and uh, yeah, it's been quite a difficult time to uh, for the job search, and that is why we are uh, making the this podcast for people so that it can help in your job search and uh, your thesis. Priya, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think just like uh, Hilarion said, like we've been in this pandemic for over a year now, and I don't think anyone thought that we would be here. I think a lot of people just thought, well, you know, uh, in Sweden, we, we um, the boom, the pandemic boom hit in March last year in 2020. And I think a lot of people thought, well, we'll give it summer and then things will be back to normal. Um, but it didn't really go that way. And it has affected the job market quite a lot because I think a lot of companies are a bit scared. They don't really know what's going on. And, uh, you know, things like that. So it has affected um the job market a lot but i also think that the the job market will recover someday <laughs> and hopefully then then like more jobs will be out there hopefully yeah hopefully uh and coming to the jobs uh i just wanted to ask what are the few areas in the market that you think is going big in the coming days or the coming months yeah, there are like a certain areas have been big. Um, there has been a lot of demand in certain areas for quite some time. And even though we're dealing with a pandemic, there's still 
you can still see that those areas are the ones that are um, in focus right now. And it's in the tech field, IT field, and medicine, medical field. Uh, obviously, medical field right now, but uh, but also tech and IT. Um, and it has been it has been um, a lot of they can't find the people like the IT companies, uh, ICT. That's the area we're talking about. They can't find the right people, so and they still can't. So it's those are the areas that are really big right now in Sweden, and I think in in a lot of Europe right now. Yes, that is that is true. Uh, Hilarion, uh, do you plan on working or uh, studying after completing the degree? I plan on going back uh, working, um, a PhD, or continue to another master. This this is not my first option. Um, yeah, I'm a working person, so I I rather work. So yeah, I'm looking. Uh, for NGOs and Swedish organizations that work with human rights and um, especially with refugees or in conflict uh, affected areas and there's quite a few so yeah working definitely yeah, that is really interesting since uh, most of the jobs uh, I mean uh, uh, a lot of jobs uh, has been opened, which you can work remotely. So a lot of opportunities are there, but you just, uh, I think we just need to know where do we need to, uh, you know, fit in. Lot, not a lot of, lot of, lot of people would prefer working in an NGO. Yeah, so, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good that you have uh, that thought. Uh, and Coming on to the entrepreneurship, Priya, what are your thoughts on entrepreneurship? And do you think Sweden supports entrepreneurship? Yeah, I think Sweden is a, is a good country for entrepreneurship. I mean, there are a lot of big businesses that are uh, have the roots in Sweden. Um, so I think it's I think this is a really good country to be an entrepreneur. Uh, however, it's not easy. Um, it's it's very difficult to have an idea that can actually become something. Um, so if you are in the thoughts of becoming an entrepreneur, I would suggest if you're a student at Linköping University, you visit um, Liu Innovation. And they can actually help you look at your idea, um, try to set you up with people so maybe your idea will evolve and things like that. Uh, so there are really good opportunities at the university to actually to actually get help if you have a brilliant idea in in your opinion and that you want to um, and that you you're thinking about pursuing um, and being with Linköping University. That gives you a lot of. I think it's it's beneficial because we have so much, so many like connections outside of the university as well. So that's really great for networking. Basically, if you if you want to pursue an entrepreneurial dream, um, but I think if you do think you have a good idea, there's no harm in in checking it out with Leo Innovation and see. Okay, do you do you agree? Is this something that could actually be something, and they will lead you in the right direction. I think uh, a lot of people will be uh, 
grateful for the advice uh, what you have given and do check out the liu uh, uh, website for more informations uh, on that uh, hilarian uh, what support is given or which you feel could be given by uh, linshipping university well for my field um there's the career support program but i think we will um talk about that later um but i was saying uh for my program there's the career gate for example which is a platform uh web page where you can look for jobs that are uh somehow connected to the university or the university has its network there which can be very good Uh, but i have to say that for my area for the social sciences and humanities it's not very good um in general it concentrates more in a lot of administration management engineering technologies in general but it likes a bit on social sciences and etc so um what i have done is ask around for my teachers for my swedish colleagues and people that are already working in the network in our department for organizations and their own networks and they have shared with us so um that's also i mean i can uh, i can say that the support was basically from the university i didn't feel it but um our teachers were actually great with that Yes, I completely agree. Networking plays a very crucial uh, role in you know getting things done. Be it uh, for an entrepreneur or be it for getting a job, and we will be talking more on networking later. Uh, and uh, since I am also a part of a career support program organized by our university, I can only say it has helped a lot of. other students as well as me uh, priya can you share more on this yeah yeah i'm so happy to hear that you feel like it's helped uh, the career support program is uh, is my baby <laughs> a bit <laughs> and i could probably talk for hours about this but i i'm i'm going to try not to um so we the career support program is for international master students in their second year and also international um PhD students and the reason uh, we started this at the international office is because we saw well there was a need from the region of Östergötland to kind of keeping talent in the region um there are companies that need people good people and there are good people at the university but we also see there's a gap between the companies and the international students mostly because you kind of don't know the way to look for jobs in sweden when it comes to uh, i'm going to say the basics like um um cv cover letter maybe interview personal marketing and all these things uh, so we thought okay why don't we try to have a career support program to to kind of um make the gap smaller so that the companies can find the students but the international students can also show themselves in maybe a better way than they have before because it is very different uh how you apply for jobs from country to country in the world um 
so this is what we do. And if you are a second year master's student or a um, or becoming a second year master's student next year or next term, or if you're an uh, international PhD, then there is a lot of information in this program that you will benefit from if you want to look for a job in Sweden. So just look at our webpage and everything. Uh, if you feel like you don't want to take part of a whole program, we do have on the um, LIU website, there are pages dedicated to career support for international students and it's for international staff as well. So there's a lot of information there with a lot of online seminars um, and a lot of information overall about, about the career not just the career support program, but about career support. So, you know, have a look at that. And I think you'll get an idea of what we go through in the program as well, because in the program, we take whatever's on the web, but do it, uh, like take it two steps further. So it's it's more more information and personal feedback and things like that. Did uh, I talk for an hour now? No. No, <laughs> not an hour. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for the insights and do check out uh, the LIU website for more updates. And uh, do you want to talk more on how can a student join the the program? Priya? Yeah, um, you have to take part of a information session. We always advise uh, everyone to do that so that you know what you're getting yourself into. And then we also have... Uh, then you apply after the information session. So if you follow Linshopping University on Facebook, you'll get information about when when the next time is to apply. Yeah, uh, thanks for that. Uh, Hilarion, uh, are you learning any new skills or uh, do you think it's necessary to beat the competition in the market? Uh, definitely, um, the, mas the masters. I mean, it has a critical approach and uh, a very different. Uh, how can I say? Um, syllabus. Uh, we learn a lot of things that I don't see in masters around uh, the world, uh, if I may say that. Um, so yes, and also it's adding up to my own background. Um, that, I mean, as I said, I already have work experience, so um, it's basically everything I, I was looking for um, in academia in terms of learning. So yes, definitely. Definitely, yes. Uh, can you or do you have any recommendations uh, as to where you can uh, learn new skills? I mean, um, first of all, I think being in Sweden is already helpful. Uh, you learn a lot of the ways of society, social dynamics, and how things get solved here. And I think that's very, very important. Um, because for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm Brazilian. I come from a totally different place uh, where even work relations are different um, and uh, social dynamics as well. So to be here, I think, on its own, it's already um um, enhancing my skills, my communication skills, um, the way I present myself. <clears throat> and the other ones are academic, which um, are not specific to Sweden, right? But in, in my career, I feel like it's very, it's very rich. 
um, I mean, in my own field alone. So, yeah. Yes, the the soft skills you learn a lot in Sweden once you are out of your home country and you get exposed to a lot of culture and uh, a lot of people who have a lot of different skills. Uh, that is quite interesting to uh, see in an international uh, university. Uh, moving on, uh, Priya, how important do you think uh, these skills play uh, play in increasing the chances of uh, finding a job well just like the the two of you have mentioned like just being an international student is a skill in its own uh, but i think every skill that you have soft skill hard or hard skill um the social skills or if it's something you can put in your cv anything you can do to to show that who you are as a person or if it can if you can put more things in your CV, I think all of that is good. Um, so, and that might be the thing that differs you from the, the next person who applies for the same job. So all the skills that you can get, whether it's soft or hard skills, I think you should get them and then think about, okay, how can I use this in a future job? Yeah. Thanks for the insights. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk more on the Swedish language. Do you think learning the language is a bonus to our resume? Definitely. Um, definitely a bonus. The thing is, in Sweden, you can get by by just speaking English, um, like in, in a social context. And even if you are in a company where they're comfortable with speaking English, I think that most companies will want you to learn the basics of Swedish. So that's, I think also that's the biggest obstacle you'll meet on the Swedish uh, labor market is the language. Um, obviously within like very big IT companies, tech companies, the working language might be English, um, but they will still want you to kind of learn the basics so that when you have a fika rast or whatever it is that you kind of, you know, um, pick up on whatever everyone's talking about. Um, so yes, Swedish is not just a bonus. It's it's more than that. I don't want to say it's crucial, but it's it's more than a bonus. Yes, um, yeah, we will start learning the language. <laughs> when do you think, when do you think, when do you want people or students to start learning the language so that uh, you know, by the time they reach uh, their end of masters, it'll be yeah. helpful for them. Uh, yeah, basically, try to to take every chance you get because it's not just about learning a language; you have to use it as well. And the only way you can actually learn Swedish is not by reading, you know, up on grammar and things like that. It's by talking Swedish to to Swedes. Um, so even if you're on a basic level. Uh, and you have friends who talk uh, on a basic level, maybe you should try talking Swedish to each other. Um, but as soon as you feel like you have the time to learn the language, do it. And you'll hear Swedish and you read Swedish on signs and things like that. So as soon as you start, then I think it'll become easier and easier. Um, no one is asking you to, to speak perfect Swedish, but as, as long as you know the basics. Um, as long as you can have like a conversation or th something like that, I think that's that's enough. 
Yeah, I I I definitely agree. I I have worked for a couple of part times, and I have learned uh, quite some uh, Swedish language in while working, and yeah, that's a really uh, good way to you know improve improve your uh, language skills. Uh, I know uh, networking plays a crucial role. Uh, for an entrepreneur or for uh, getting a job uh, how do you advise uh, students to network in these times where we just you know video call uh... yeah um no i think the thing is i think we live in a day and age where there it's so easy to communicate with other people due to the digitalization in society So if you can't join a group face to face we'll join a group online. So keep networking and and you know join different organizations and groups on LinkedIn on Facebook on whatever it is and also try to like with teachers with uh fellow students or whatever it is if you're in a career support program we'll try to connect with these people digitally. um because i think that's we've been going towards that for so long and this pandemic kind of pushed us over the edge so this is what we're forced to do and i think we should look at it in a positive way that it's so much easier to kind of keep in contact when it's done digitally so just don't give up networking uh just because we can't see each other right now but try to think of different ways to network in a digital way that feels comfortable for you uh so that's my advice Uh, for this and people also remember that people have networks of their own so you can expand your network in such an easy way as well by by networking with your networks network <laughs> does that make sense <laughs> yes <laughs> third yeah. uh, third connections <laughs> exactly uh hilarian have you had uh, any phone interviews or video interviews in the past if if yes could you share your experience yes i have not in sweden though uh, but i have friends who have had interviews in interview in sweden um and uh, they were also brazilian so one thing that we do in brazil if i can share that um is we usually research and inform ourselves a lot about the organization that we want to work So in the interview we can show that we know what we're talking about. And I think this is this can be a tip that can go for anyone. And I'm saying that because uh, my friend um said that the, her interviewers were actually surprised that she knew so much about the the organization and their work. So that was a plus for her and she got the internship that she wanted with them. So this is already a step in for her and i think it it's it's a very nice thing too yeah that's that's great uh, she got the job uh since we are talking about networking and uh, you know online interviews uh, priya what are your thoughts on uh, linkedin how important is it for any student 
recently we also had an online event which uh, really was very helpful regarding uh, how to improvise your linkedin profile uh, what are your thoughts on this um i think if if you have a linkedin account you really have to think about what is my purpose with this account i know a lot of people they create an account sit back and and kind of like okay give me the jobs where are the jobs why aren't why aren't anyone why isn't anyone uh, contacting me to give me a job um linkedin just like any other social media you have to be active and you have to have a purpose with with why you use it i use my linkedin account to network um uh, i'm not expecting anyone to to contact me to see if i want to work for them but that's also not my that's not my aim so i think i think everyone who wants to have a linkedin account should have one but also think about what you actually put in there because it is quite a lot of work with putting in your cv um you have to stay active and things like that and and try to think about those things like if you are active then yes you will be shown in searches and and people will will kind of see you um in in that in that network but if you just have an account and then not do too much with it you're going to miss out a lot um but i think it's a really good i think it's a really good complement when it comes to to networking and job searching actually yeah in a sentence we can say use linkedin like you use instagram <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh yeah uh, so that was really helpful uh priya according to you what are the few mistakes what students are currently making in searching for a job oh oh <laughs> do you want to go there no but a few things that i've actually thought about especially when i've had i have a lot of one on ones it is that um a lot of people say well i don't know i don't know what i want to do um and and i think you a lot of students and not only international students but like students in general think too big too broad and you kind of have to narrow it down to what is it that i actually want to do because you can say well i want to work with people and i mean i work with people i work at a university if i go to my local shop they work with people but they work in sales uh if you go to um the tax the tax agency they work with people but you know with taxes so you can't just say i want to work with people or i want to work in it or i want to work uh, with social science you have to narrow it down to something that's more approachable so that's a, a one of the most common mistakes that i see that you think too broadly about it another thing uh if we go like to look at applications what i see is that um it's too formal um you a lot of applications internationally are like oh dear kind sir could you thank you for making your time and things like that in sweden it's more informal when you apply for a job it's not like hey hey what's up but it's more it's more personal without being private it's more informal without it being too unprofessional 
Um, I think it's a fine line between wanting to show also everything you've done and actually showing what matters for the job that you're applying to. So those are the few mistakes that are, are very common that I've seen. I've also I've also learned that there should be specific CVs uh, which should be made for uh, specific jobs. That was a very big mistake which I used to do before, uh, yeah. which I have rectified it. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Any last tips for students currently graduating or for those who are starting their studies? Um, I would say just believe in yourself. Uh, job seeking isn't, it's not easy. Uh, it doesn't happen in a minute or two. It takes time. Sometimes you're lucky, sometimes you're not. And don't take a no personally. Um, I know a lot of people when they keep getting no's, it's like, oh, what's wrong with me? Why can I do this? And why don't they want me and things like that? But don't take it personally. Um, so just, you know, keep believing in yourself and, and one day you'll get, get the job that you, that you want and that you deserve. Thank you. Uh, Hilarion, do you want to add something to that? I will agree. Trust yourselves um, and don't underestimate yourselves. Be patient, patient with yourselves uh, and the process of finding a job, which is very hard sometimes. And also um, show interest, be informed, um, ask around and try to enhance your network while you are studying, because I think that can be very useful in the future. Definitely. Yes, I, I completely agree. Uh, mental stress is, um, uh, mental health is something which uh, we need to take care of, uh, even if the job market is very, uh, you know, crucial and hard. It's, uh, sometime it, sometimes it's better to be uh, stressless. Yeah. So, yes, here we end the episode. You have listened to Fika with us, with me, Neeraj, and this episode's guest, Priya and Hilarion. Don't forget to follow Lin Shopping University on Instagram and Facebook. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you will join us for a Fika soon again. Bye.